You're listening to Serious Business with Andy Audate. Serious talk on business, marketing, and finance to win in this new economy. In this podcast, every single day, Andy Audate reveals cutting-edge strategies, technologies, techniques, and solutions to exponentially grow your business in the new economy. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Young Entrepreneurs Network podcast. For the new listeners, I'm your host, Marco Stavro, and if you're a regular listener, thanks again for tuning into this episode. Our guest today is Andy Audit, who is a renowned published author, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, and founder of the Progression Conference. Andy invested in his personal development and made his first million dollars before he was 21 years old. His passion and drive for change and impact makes him an unstoppable and a powerful world changer. So without further ado, let's welcome Andy Audit on the show that changes lives and empowers people to impact and achieve. My man, my man, Marco, thank you so much for having me on your show, brother. I'm so excited. Of course. I'm really privileged and honored um, to have you on the show. And it's, it's really nice speaking with someone who shares the same visions and has a heart to change lives and serve. Um, so let's dive straight into it. It's going to be a powerful one. And I know you're going to absolutely pour your heart into my changing lives and changing my audience perspective and mindset. So let's do it. So could you give us a 30-second overview of your childhood and let my audience venture into the place where you're at and what exactly went down? Well, honestly, man, you know, my, my childhood is, as much as I want to say like it was like everyone else's, I don't know what everyone else's childhood was really like. So I definitely had some experiences of challenges, um, experiences of poverty. So for me to paint a picture... Um, I, I remember sometimes, you know, being at the, in my house and it's freezing cold in the house. And the reason why is because we're trying to save money to, uh, to not have the heat go on. You know, that, that $1,000 payment or that $900 payment that's due every, every four to five months for the oil um, was, was unbearable. You know, so we try to pinch pennies as much as possible. And I love where I come from because it showed me how to get it and what it is, whatever the fuck I want. And it's a mindset that in order for you to get whatever you want, you probably have to go through pain. And that pain that you go through is either pain that you chose to go through or pain that you were forced to go through. So I was forced to go through pain as a child uh, financially. However, um, as an adult, then I chose to go through certain types of pain so I can continue to elevate. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people go through trials and challenges but they don't overcome them and they don't embrace it and they don't face it head on um and you were in a way forced to face the challenges head on but you invested into personal development and growing your not your mind and your mindset um but who you were and what you wanted to become so to all the millennials listening that are on a dark space at the moment and facing hardship and challenges what advice and steps would you give them for them to transform into their ideal reality. Uh, can you repeat that question? Sure. So to all the millennials listening that are in a dark space at the moment and facing hardship and challenges, what advice and steps would you give them for them to transform into their ideal reality? Man, you know, step one is, is I need you to get out of your, 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 your mindset. I need you to get out of your, your, 
like your your world. Look, when you open up your laptop and you type in, you watch a movie on your laptop for a short period of time, you have completely are you are completely not present to your current circumstance. And and I know that from experience where. I can lay down on my bed and it's completely dark. Let's say it's, it's like 10 o'clock at night. It's completely dark. And I can watch something like, for example, I could watch a movie or it could be on Instagram or it could be a, a YouTube show. And I'm either watching on my phone or on my laptop and three hours pass by. Has that ever happened to you, Marco? No, it hasn't, unfortunately. Not oh, yet. man, but it happens to me, man. It happens yeah, to me yeah. for three hours. I'm laying down and I'm like, man, it was 10 o'clock. Now it's one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I spent all this time. Man, you saying, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, what? It, have you experienced that, man? I haven't experienced it, but I know what you mean. Because you understand. Been, yeah, so, yeah, I understand what you mean. So, so I, I, I essentially, you know, was not present to my surroundings where once I put my phone down, once I put my laptop down, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I'm in my room. Like, oh, dang. And that's how immersed I was. So not only do you need to be immersed in your vision like that, not only do you need to be immersed in your dream, but you need to uh, immerse yourself so you can experience what it would like be like to live another life. So when I was in living in an impoverished area on the East Coast, I'm living in a fucking hood. Like I'm living in like the, the trenches of the trenches where somebody gets shot, it doesn't even like, doesn't phase you, you know, it doesn't burst your bubble. You're like, oh, who got shot? Is it somebody that I know? Oh, so, so-and-so died. Damn, that sucks, man. Oh, and it's normal to wear people's uh, faces on a T-shirt because they passed away a week prior. It's normal. It's not, it's not a regular. And that type of environment is not a conducive environment for growth. When I was living in that environment, I was immersed in my laptop looking at Los Angeles. I was looking at Beverly Hills. I was looking at um, the life of the rich and the famous, the, the entrepreneurs. I was looking at people getting into their jets. I was looking at people driving certain type of cars. I was looking at pe- people's lifestyles. And I determined that I want that to be my lifestyle. Because here's the thing, Marco. If you don't, if you don't have a vision or have a direction to go into, you will walk around this world aimlessly. Okay? You're going you're gonna to see different opportunities. And that's why teenagers, that's why young entrepreneurs get, you know, the, the shiny object gets dangled in front of them. And they choose a shiny object because it's like, oh, that looks good. That sounds good. They don't have a vision. So in order for you to do something successful, you have to start with the vision. I chose that my vision was through the computer. What I saw in the computer gave me access to how life could be. And where life was at the time compared to life could be was so far apart that I need to figure out how to mash the two. And I realized matching the two became was me becoming an entrepreneur, controlling my finances, making enough money, making a move, making new friends, getting the right mentors, getting the right connection, you know, changing my, my circumstances, changing my mindset. And that is what allowed me to level up. Change your environment, change your life. You know, I talk about it so often with my students whenever it is materialistic objects are ones that people that are hurt and broken strive towards and you know it's gonna satisfy you for whatever 10 minutes and then the next day you're gonna realize that you're depressed and you don't want to go you don't want to go out your house because you're missing something and you you look at yourself in the mirror and you say why am i here what is meaning of life and for me that's why i'm able to not watch movies and not get distracted and not go to parties when everyone else is partying and sit right now on this podcast and do the work 
because I've found my purpose. I found my why that motivates me, which is to help and transform people's lives and entrepreneurs' lives and teenagers' lives because that's what's satisfying. That's what's fulfilling. Um, and I need my audience to understand that. And, you know, Andy, you found your purpose and that's what drives you. So for those people that are looking at the jets and looking at the cars, that's all great. But one day when you wake up, you're going to say to yourself and look in the mirror and you're going to say, why am I here? What am I doing? And am I fulfilled? And that's what's really important. And that's why, you know, I resonate so much and we connect so easily is because we both understand the importance of, you know, living a meaningful life and fulfillment. So for the people that, you know, don't know your business, the business journey, um, Andy was doing a 40 hour job and then he went to making millions from a cell phone company. Can you dive into that for us? Yeah, at 19 years old, someone, I was leaving the gym and someone who believed in me suggested that I open up a business. And I, I remember leaving the gym with my bag on my left shoulder and the guy to my right, he's a little bit shorter than me and he was looking at me and he was like, man, you should open up your own cell phone store. And I remember I was completely nervous. And I, I said, you know what? I do want to open up the store, but I don't know how to. So when I, when I was 19 years old, Someone who believed in me suggested that I open up a cell phone store. I was leaving the gym with him. And I was working at a Metro PCS store. Metro PCS in the United States is a, is a cell phone company. And it's an, I was working at the mall. However, one of the employees and I, we would work out together and we went to the gym together. So this time I'm leaving the gym. I got my backpack on my left shoulder after leaving the gym. We're, we are going to our cars. The guy is shorter than me. He looks at me and he says, Andy, I think you should open up your own cell phone store. I said, dude, I don't think I can do that. I'm, I'm black, first of all. I'm overweight. I am 19 years old. I'm a college dropout. And I'm from the hood. There's no way I can be successful. Do you see the odds that are stacked against me? He said, no, dude, I believe in you to do it. And I'll even work with you. And I looked at him. I said, I had to take someone else's belief for instead of, because I didn't have belief in my own self. I had to take someone else's belief. So I opened up that cell phone store. Now, within 18 months of overcoming, uh, within the, over, by overcoming fear, overcoming anxiety, and praying, I opened up the cell phone store at 19. Within 18 months, I had four locations, four cell phone locations, so four different companies. And I had 14 people working for me by 21. I had 14 people working for me. And I made my first million at 21. Now, being in that environment, I realized that I have options. I have an option. So I decided to take that money and move to California. So now I live in sunny, sunny, sunny Southern California here in the beautiful Los Angeles. But remember, I was looking at the videos prior to. I was listening to the content prior to. I was watching what California was looking, was looking like. And that's when I made a decision right then and there. I can do anything if I put my mind to it. Amazing. So you've made these millions now. And could you share what your purpose is? And are you in a space? Are you fulfilled at this point? Of course. Of course. I'm pouring from a full cup. You know what, you know what it means to pour from a full cup? No. What it means to pour yeah. from a full cup is that I'm not coming empty. I feel so great about myself. I love myself so much, dude. I feel like I'm the sexiest person. I feel like I'm like the most confident human being. Like, I can do anything, I can do whatever I put my mind to, and I wanna make an impact in the world. Now, granted, it's gonna take some work. Granted, there's gonna be stressful periods. 
granted, I, you know, damn it, I might cry sometimes. Granted, I might, there may be some challenges. But when I talk to somebody, I talk to someone to give. Right before we started this podcast, I was on a, I was on a call with a potential client. This client or this potential client, this woman is, is wandering the world aimlessly. You know, she's wanting to be a speaker since uh, 1997. That's almost 23 years. Almost 23 years. She's, she's, she's wandering aimlessly trying to be a speaker, and she hasn't made money in it. And I share with her, hey, let me teach you how to make money. So I spend the last 35 minutes giving her a strategy for her to use in her business so she can generate income so she could take care of her life, her family, her kids, her wife, her husband, and, and support the, because now she's making money, her message is going to be sustainable and grow. So that means she can support more people with her message. Yeah. So I'm pouring from a full cup with knowledge, with experience, with, with finances, with love, with, with connection. I'm pouring from a full cup. My cup is full of all that stuff. My cup is full of finances. My cup is full of knowledge. My cup is full of experiences. Now, I'm not arrogant to the point where I can't learn anything else. I'm, I'm so humble to the point that I will be quiet in this whole entire podcast and listen to you, Marco, the fact that you're 15. I say, man, tell me what you know. I want to learn about Johannesburg, South Africa. You know, I want to be able to, to go to Johannesburg. I, I, I want to hire people in Johannesburg. You know, I want to have people in Johannesburg be on my staff. I'm working on that. And I share that with you because in order to be really successful, you have to be humble. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to quickly, before we dive into your speaking and that, I want to quickly just, a lot of people want to develop this mindset that you possess and I possess. What, what would you advise to them to get to that point where you've got abundance of confidence and your self-belief and you think that you can do anything um, and you can create anything and now you're listening to people and you're learning and you're growing. I listened to 65 podcasts in one month. I'm not lying, brother. Um, and that's from that point where I adopted the mindset that I can learn, I can grow. Everything's out there that's free. I listen to the biggest guys in the world and now I'm interviewing them. Um, so that's, that's the transition for me. What was the transition for you? You just explained that. But how can people change their mindset and what do you advise for them? Look, let me tell you, when I wrote the book, No More Average, and let me get it for you. We're here at my, I'm here at my house, so I have the blessed opportunity I have the blessed opportunity that majority of my staff is actually virtual, so I get to work from home. You know, so yeah. my, my bed is right there. My couch is right here in front of me. My, I, got a, I got a whole workstation that I spend about eight hours of the day to here. Um, I literally, in this position, I make hundreds of thousands of dollars in this <laughs> nook here. Um, and if we turn outside, uh, I live right by the Staples Center. So LeBron James, for him to go to work, he passes by my house every day. And I live in this environment where I'm, it's a thriving environment. You know, my neighbor has a Rolls Royce. My other neighbor has a uh, Range Rover. My next door neighbor has a Rolls Royce over here, a uh, Range Rover over here. And, you know, this is who I'm next to. The dude's, you know, his car is worth half, half a million dollars, and this dude's car is worth over $100,000, man. It's the opportunity is in the show up, but you got to show up powerfully. So when I wrote this book, No More Average here, that your audience can get on uh, nomoreaveragebook.com. When I, when I wrote this book here, I talked about changing your environment and the importance of it and how to. Average was when I was disgusted in being in, in that certain environment, in a certain environment that didn't allow me to thrive. So if you are in a certain environment that doesn't allow you to thrive, whether it be your home, your work, you know, your, your school, 
read this book and you're going to learn the steps to get out but what you're going to also be looking for because there's a key strategy in the type of people that you want to be that you want to be around if you want to change your habits you want to change your mindset it comes around the people that you're around you cannot you cannot mark you cannot cure yourself in the environment that you got sick in yeah well i mean i'm going to link the book in my description for people to go buy it because i think that it's going to help people get to the next stage of their life in terms of personal development and thinking and mindset but let's you know speaking what speaking was going to become a big part of your life that would bring a lot of fulfillment happiness and impact we tell my audience the story of what happened with Les Brown and how you transitioned from that point on to where you are currently um well well here's what happened so so i'm i'm running on i'm running on in downtown los angeles and and this one day i'm running and i'm listening to les brown in my ear les brown is the number one motivational speaker in the united states amongst all motivational speakers les brown is the number one and has been running number one for i don't know since he started essentially um and and even to the point where he's made he's made changes in in, in the in the government uh, and and so a very powerful man and i heard of him when i was around probably around your age uh, you know when i was around 15 i heard of him and i started consuming his content and for approximately uh, nearly 8 years i'm consuming his content trying to share it with my friends and so on and so forth and one day i'm uh, as i'm running on the street one day as i'm running on the street and I, and i listen to him i see a vision of me speaking on stage with him so your team you know you want to write this down make your vision a reality make your vision a reality so i saw that opportunity in my brain Now equivalent to what I share with you in your you know the computer screen and so on and so forth you have to make your vision a reality and the way that you do that is you have a mindset of bandwidth you don't you don't you don't fix problems by fixing the actual problem you fix problems by fixing mindset the problem will fix itself okay so at the less brown was giving me a mindset of growth of prosperity of go after what you want when you want it however you want it. So I saw an opportunity to go on uh, to uh to join his speaker training program uh, online. I I clicked it. I clicked. They uh, they they called me and they said, "Hey, um do you want to be a speaker?" I said, "Yes, I want to be a speaker." They said, "Here's the investment." I said, "Man, that's a big investment. It was $5,000." I said, "That's a big investment, man." Oh my, that's $5,000 US dollars. That's a huge. You know how much how much rand is that? That's a lot of yeah. South, that's a lot of South African rand. You know? So 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 that's a huge investment, but I I decided to invest into myself. The biggest investment I can make is into me. So if this is an opportunity for me to grow, why would I allow a piece of paper to stop my growth? A piece of paper, the money is paper. Why would I allow paper to stop my growth when I only have one life to live? So I decided to invest into myself. Now I invested into myself and I received an opportunity to go on tour afterwards. Now, because I invested, there was an opportunity. Write this down. The opportunity is in the show up. People are wanting these opportunities so much, but they're not showing up. So, in order for me to show up and be allowed in that environment, I had to financially invest. So, I financially invested, and I invested with time. And then there was an opportunity to go on stage on tour. So, I decided to go on tour, and I thought I was going to be a speaker. I'm over here thinking like, "Oh my gosh, I'm on tour, baby. I'm going to be a speaker." Woo! You know, I'm a, I'm going to be one of those big guys on on the stage. 
And I and I, as I'm on tour, they're like, "All right, you're gonna go sell tickets." I'm like, what, I was like, well, "At what point do I get on stage, though?" Yeah, you ain't get on stage. You selling tickets? Like, I need you to call. I need you to call a certain client and sell tickets, okay? I'm like, "What? I gotta sell tickets?" So I'm over here on the phone selling tickets, and the event comes around, and I'm in the back of the room, and I'm like, "Man, I want to be on that stage." But I didn't realize what I was doing subconsciously. In order before to do something grand, you have to serve. So I decided to serve. So I, I sold tickets. I got people in the room. I sold sponsorships. I sold vendor tables. I sold everything. And then and whenever people needed help, I was there. Hey, do you need me to open the door for you? Hey, do you need me to push you in the wheelchair if you're, if you're an elderly person at the event? I, I would say, hey, Les, do you need me to do anything for you? Uh, or you want me to grab you water? I'll get you water. Boom. Now, I saw myself as in a high, in a high place. I said, I'm going to be a big speaker. But before I became a big speaker, I said, Les, do you need any water? Hey, do you need me to grab you any food? And I went and grabbed my, with my own money. I go grab food and brought it to Les Brown and I served them. You must be in service before you can elevate. So, I went, so you have to serve. So I, I kept on serving. Then there's an opportunity where they say, hey, we need a speaker. Andy, what's your message? The opportunity is in short. Go up on stage and speak. This is my chance that I've been waiting for. So I go up on stage and I speak. That starts my speaking career. Yeah. And now going into, you know, you're teaching people how to speak on stage and how to monetize it and how to make an income and how to get your message across. Will you, let's go deep into a purpose and mission, which is to make people progress every day. How are the, what are the various businesses that you have that are making people progress every day? What are the what? The various businesses that and things ventures oh, that you're involved with the, the that you that, yeah 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 so make- I run I run a marketing firm a marketing agency called Progression Marketing Group and we support entrepreneurs and brands and we edit their content we support them with their content strategy now I live I believe we're living in what we call a, what I call a, a progressive economy now the progressive economy. The, the concept behind the progressive economy essentially is that there is so much content online that you can choose the direction of life that you want to go into versus, I don't know, 126 years ago where your, your ability to, to, to progress was only based on content or information that was in your immediate circle. So that's why when a carpenter had a child, that child was probably going to be a carpenter because I'm talking about back in the day. That child is probably going to be a carpenter because all they knew in their immediate environment as a man, you got to be a carpenter because that's what my dad was. That's what my grandfather was. But as we grew, as we grew in, in the economy, content distribution started growing. And now people started progressing at a, in, a, in a different industry at a different rate. So people like yourself, who's 15 years old, you're able to progress in your, in your life at a different rate than someone 15, in a, in, in a 15-year-old 50 years ago, 5-0, 50 years ago, because you have immersed yourself with content like this where you said, hey, you know what? Why don't I become a podcast host? Yes, you know what? You're right. I don't need a Lamborghini to, to, to live a fulfilling life. Yes, you know, because you see it so much on content that you experience that vicariously through other people. So in the progressive economy, we support other people throughout to produce their content so that way they can con- continue to progress the economy or the world. So that's, awesome. my that's my marketing firm. And then I run a, an event. And now this event is what I want everyone in lead and listening to this podcast to go and experience. Go to progressionticket.com. 
right now. Leave the podcast. Go to progressionticket.com and experience progression live at a live event. The Progression Conference, Marco, is a, is a one-day business seminar where people are learning business strategies, marketing strategies, and personal development strategies, strategies so they can progress their life in a fast period. You're 15 years old. What you've accomplished at 15, there are people who are age 49 that have not accomplished what you have accomplished. Okay? Absolutely, yeah. But it's because of your decision to progress, and it's because of the content that you consume. Yeah, I agree. And I'm definitely going to be speaking at the Progression Conference soon. Bro, um, let's break the Progression Conference in South Africa, man. That's what we got to be talking about, man. We got to be talking about how can we get the Progression Conference in South Africa. Mar you know, have it be Marco, Marco and ADR Day presents Progression Conference. We got, we got an event happening next year. I'm setting up with a few guys. You're going to be a speaker there. We'll lock it in, baby. Let's lock it in. Cool. Um, so reflecting back on the challenging state you were at and now all the success you've accomplished, what are your thoughts on the transition and let the audience know the sacrifices and tribulations you had to overcome to reach your goals? Look, dude, I actually just put a post on this on, on Instagram. Man. I, went, I don't know if I, can, if I can go back. Let me see if I can go back. But essentially what I was saying on the, the post, because somebody asked, because I'm a writer for Forbes. I write articles for Forbes. <laughs> Cool. And somebody was asked, like, I was, I was talking about, um, I asked my audience on social media, and I said, uh, what do you think I should write about for one of my articles? And someone asked the, the true challenges of an entrepreneur. And I said, the true challenges of an entrepreneur, I said, here's an example. I'm cutting my hair. So, so if you look at my hair, I cut my, look, hey, look at my hair, man. Hey, my hair, my hair is dope, man. I'm one of the sexiest people alive. My gosh, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the screen, bro. I almost licked the screen, bro. It's so cool. Oh, my God. So, so, so I said I cut my own hair. Why? Because of time in Los Angeles, bro. We live in Los Angeles, bro. The time that it'll take to get you to the barbershop, the time in LA, the time that it'll take you to get to the barbershop, and then sit at the barbershop and then wait an hour to get, uh, get a haircut for an hour and then drive an hour back to your house. Too much time, man, to get a haircut and then to do it twice a week. Oh, my gosh, bro. Man, I decided to fill up my calendar so much, dog, that I have to schedule the time that I pee, okay? It depends on how high of a level that, how high of a level that you want to operate in. So, so I decided to like fill up my calendar so that way that I can, I can get as much done as possible. So that's why, you know, I said, hey, how long do we have for this, for this Zoom, for this podcast? Because I'm conscious about time. So depending on how high of a level. So I chose to operate at a high level. So I'm counting every minute. Right now it's a certain minute. In the next few minutes, I'm, I'm going to get on a call. I got a call. I got a call. Right after that call, I got a Zoom call. After that, that call. So that's why I stay in here for eight hours. Now, I'm sharing that with you, not to impress you, but to share with you to, or to show you what my calendar really looks like. And I would show you my calendar, but there's a bunch of phone numbers and, and, and names there that I'm not going to show. But literally, every white space, it's my, my assistant's jobs. I have, I have uh, three people who are submerged on my calendar, and they fill it up. They fill it up. Their job is to fill it up. Why do I have a white space? I need you to put an IPA there. Oh, what's an IPA? IPA is income producing activity. What is it in income producing activity? Put one there. So that could be a dinner. That could be, that could be a dinner with a client, 
a past client, a future client, a potential client. That could be a phone call. That could be a Zoom call. That could be a, a podcast. That could be a book recording. That could be a call with Forbes. Whatever it is, put something there that allows us to produce income. And everything that we do as far as promotion produces income. So that's how I operate now. But the challenges that I had to overcome was the challenges of, of procrastination. And the reason why I'm doing it at this level is because there were times that I procrastinated and I realized that I was living underneath my potential. The biggest regret that I have is completely living underneath my potential. Living underneath like, oh man, during that time, dog, if I did this, man, I would have, you know, I would have been in a different, that's, that's my biggest fear. Now my ultimate fear is being 90 years old and thinking back on my whole entire life and say all of it was a waste. Fuck. Yeah. That would have been my biggest fear. So that's the challenge that I go through and that's the mindset that I go through. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous that I'm, I'm, not, I'm gonna regret if I don't take this opportunity. Now, it's not a mindset of, of fear of missing out. It's a mindset of taking advantage of everything that, every opportunity that's in front of me and making the best out of it. Awesome. So what is your definition of success and what sets you apart from all the other thousands of speakers, successful speakers and business owners? So how I define success is really on, on, on a couple things, man. How many people am I impacting? It's, it's more than just the money. The, the money, man, the, the money means a lot because it allows it to grow. It allows my impact to grow. It allows the mindset to grow. It allows the relationships to grow. But it really comes down to how many people am I impacting? So I look at people in my company, you know, and, and I see their progression. I have, I have people in my organization that's outside of the United States. Um, and I see their growth, man. I see their progression on a daily basis from being non-English speakers to now you, you don't even hear an accent in them. You know, um, you know, one of my employees, she, she was always about, um, one of my employees was always about having, you know, having the right amount of knowledge. So when I, when I gave, when I did her interview, it was like a million questions and then a million questions on the zoom call for an interview. And then next thing you know, I get emails with questions and she's asking a bunch of questions and then. Uh, and, you know, then she takes action. And I, I said, hey, look, action before knowledge. Now in our, in our current meetings, after she's been employed for me for a while, I see her growth where she's saying action before knowledge, action before knowledge, action before knowledge. And she's teaching her subordinates, her, her team members, action before knowledge, which is a mindset that we have in our, in our organization. Hey, man, stop asking for all this information, bro. I don't fucking know. Take action and we'll find out on our way there. You know, that's how I operate. That's how I got to where I'm at. And that's why I teach people. And then now she's making more money than her peers in her environment because she has this mindset of action before knowledge. Yeah. So you've connected with some of the biggest speakers and world innovators in the world, including Grant Cardone, Les Brown, Tony Robbins, and so many more. How and what level or point do you have to be at for them to see potential in you to give their time, energy, and resources? When the thought takes place and you're willing to exude the thought, I had dinner with Les, uh, I had uh, dinner with Grant Cardone at a time where I was financially unstable, and it was that dinner where he he gave me permission to ask people for more money. I was charging three hundred, I was charging three hundred dollars a month for coaching. So if you wanted to coach with me, you would pay me three hundred bucks a month to coach with me. Now you can't. No one can afford me. I don't. People can't afford me to do it per month because the potential. The time frame, and here's the reason why. The time that it takes me to coach a client, um, the time that it takes to coach a, for me to coach a client away from my business is me having an opportunity cost of millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. 
opportunity cost. And what I mean by that is it's the energy that I'm putting into one person to coach them, to support them to go up, um, is taken away from a lot of other people as well as a lot of money. So there's no one that could actually afford me to dedicate my time to just them for that long, for a period of time where I'm just coaching. But there was a time where I did say, hey, 300 bucks, you can have my time all you want, maybe all month long. I was, I was, like, a net, I was like a Netflix subscription. And then we had, I had dinner with Grant and, and, and his peers, and uh, he essentially gave me permission to get my money right. He said, get your money right and, and raise your fee. And so I said, okay. So I went to, um, I went to a, um, I had a potential client that Friday. I had a meeting that Friday. And I pitched the woman, I was about to pitch her $2.99 to work with me. And instead, I said five grand. And she said, she was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? All right, I'll do it. So she paid five grand. So I went from $2.99 to five grand. Then she went the next day to her boyfriend and she, uh, and, and, um, and she, she said to him and said, Hey, you got to coach with Andy, work with Andy. So he paid me five grand that weekend. So one weekend I made 10 grand. Then the following a couple of days later, that night that I had dinner with Grant, there was a service I was providing for, um, someone in that environment. And I, and I told them that it was six grand and they, and they got paid for my flight to go out to, to for me to provide that service. So I got paid six grand the following day. So in one weekend, I made 10 grand and that, and that in, in like a couple of days, I made $16,000. My mind it was like, my mind went to the next level as to what was possible because why? I had, a, it was my environment that pushed me. It was my environment. So I don't share that to really tell you like, oh, hey, look, Andy made 16 grand in a couple of days. I share that to, to tell you that that night that I had dinner with Grant Cardone, I had 300 bucks in my pocket in total. Yeah. And then I made $16,000 and then my mind started shifting where I started asking people for 10 grand at once. Then I said, you know what? I want 20,000 at once. And you know what? I want 30,000. I just started testing numbers, bro. I just started fucking around and testing numbers. And I was like, I was, I was like, I was just, I just did a call the other day. I was like, I want $84,000 at once. And then he, and it's the same objective that, that, you know, to talk to someone at 300 bucks. My vice president who works in my company, he was here and I was, now he's going to sales. He's focusing on sales more than anything else. So I was teaching him something. So there was a deal that I was closing and the deal was for like uh, five grand and it, it took me 20 minutes to close it. And it took me 20 minutes to close five grand. And I, 23 minutes and 33 seconds to, to, for, the, for the actual time because we recorded it. So I was showing my, my, my vice president that and then I went off on YouTube and I pulled up a video that took me 47 minutes to close a deal, or 48 minutes to close a deal. And I asked him, how much do you think that deal was for, for that was for 48 minutes? He said, I don't know, you know, is it, what was it, like 10 grand, three grand, five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, how much was it? I said it was for $47. $47, it took me 48 minutes online to close it, and I was already talking to him for 15 minutes before. So about an hour to close this deal for 47 bucks. And then a deal for twenty three for five grand, twenty three minutes. Yeah, a deal for eighty four grand, bro. Less than that. So I share that with you, man, because energy—the energy that you put, man—you could actually make more money in less time. But it's a yeah. mindset thing. It's not about what you're actually doing. It's a mindset thing. So I'm asking, but how did how? What's your advice to getting? to that dinner with Grant Cardone. Let's say, for instance, I've seen, I've seen you connect with Tony Robbins. Now me, 
as a speaker, as someone who's an entrepreneur who wants to start getting on stages around the world, how do I get an interview like this with Tony Robbins? Um, there's five currencies that you have. There's five currencies, okay? You got to pay, all right? First of all, you, I'm telling you up front that you have to pay. And the question is how much you want to pay. How, how much do you think it costs Tony to do an interview like this with Tony Robbins? Well, straight, are you saying like go to pay to go to for a conference and then connect with them? Are you saying like if he literally I, you said... Gotta, you got you to pay, bro. You, you got to pay. I, I'm asking you how much do you think it will cost? I'll be like 25000 All right, 25000 Okay, good, 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 good. So that, that's, that's, that's a great, how do I say, that, that's a great kind of, kind of perception. There's five currencies, though. Currency number one is cash. That's what you just said, 25000 cash. But what other people forget is these other four currencies. This currency right here is knowledge. What do you know? What is it that you know that Tony Robbins or Tony Robbins' audience wants to know? What is that you, what is that you know that Tony Robbins or Tony Robbins' audience that, that they want to know that is worth more than $25,000 to them? If you had artificial intelligence that's going to support them, right? If, if you had artificial intelligence that's going to say, hey, Tony, I can take you around the world and you can do it from your living room. What? Yeah. You think he'll meet with you? Of course. You think he'll ask you for 25000 No, because that is worth more than the, you know, that's worth more than, 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 than that, that artificial intelligence is worth more. Now, that's, that's, that's knowledge. Number two, relationships. There may be some relationships that Tony wants, but Tony doesn't have, but you have it. What is that knowledge, or I mean, what is that relationship that Tony has, that Tony wants, that you have? So is it the president? Is it the, 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 the connect, is it, is, do you have a relationship to the prime minister? That if you can connect them, the person that runs all of South Africa, hey, Tony, I can connect you to this person with, with one phone call, boom. Do you think he'll do, I just, look, I just asked you that we do a podcast, man. You think he'll do that? Of course he'll do that. Yeah. That's relationship. Then you have, you have number three, barter. Barter, barter is, is the exchange of a product of, or product or service for service. So you may have a service that Tony ha wants. You may have a service that Tony wants that he can't get anywhere else. He can only get it to you. And you're not taking money for it. He's like, hey, I don't want money for it. I want an interview. But I really, hey, man, I really want your service. But nah, I don't, I want an interview. So he'll do the interview with you. So you pay and barter. Or this one. What do you think this one is? The last one is energy. People think it's time. Hey, when I work for Wendy's, bro, when I work for Wendy's, Wendy's is a fast food restaurant in the United States. When I work for Wendy's, they didn't pay me because of my time. They paid me because of my energy. They paid me to flip the burger. They paid me to, to give the food to the customer through the window. They paid me to take the order with my body, with my energy. If it was my time, I would have just sat there and collected a check. So you got to pay one of the five currencies. But now, if you, in your head, you made, you made the assumption that it's $25,000, then you have to give in excess of $25,000. So all the, other, all the other currencies, you have to give in excess of $25,000. If we understand that your energy is worth so much based off your knowledge, based off your relationship, based off so and so, then you have to increase your value. And the way that you increase your value is that you give to the you give to the common population. 
That's how you increase your value. The more that you can give to the common population is how you increase your value. So you see that I'm giving people. The reason you're attracted to me because there's a certain amount of people that I've served. There's a certain amount of people that have respect for me that I have served. Now you need to do this. You need to do the same thing. We need to increase the amount of people that you serve, so that way he, people like Tony Robbins or so and so, can get on a podcast with you, and that, you, that way you can get whatever it is that you want. Look, I can get whatever it is that I want. I can get whatever. It's just a matter of me understanding my five currencies and using it to my advantage. Amazing, profound value. Um, go listen to that again. Write it down um, because that's going to really change your life. Um, thinking back on all your experience and obstacles, what still makes you cry and geeky reflect on how far you've come? What project or venture excites you going into next year? Dude, I'm hosting a national tour. I'm taking the Progression Conference nationally. Uh, you know, I've been in this industry for approximately 700 days. I'm telling you, like... Why not globally? Because, man, I'm waiting for you to cross on the sign the contract so we can go to South Africa, man. <laughs> Get the papers, bro. I'm ready. I don't even know if I can legally sign a contract with you, man. But look, I'm taking the Progression <laughs> Conference. I'm taking the progression, mm. progression Conference around the whole entire nation. We're doing Atlanta, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina. We're doing New York up, up north. Yeah, New I saw the list. I saw the list. Yeah. Philadelphia, Providence, Rhode Island, Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, uh, Dallas, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles, San Diego, Phoenix, bro, we're taking the Progression Conference national. Awesome, dude. Awesome. And just on the first kind of part of the question, thinking back on all your experience and obstacles, what still makes you cry and keep you reflecting how far you've come? I lay down on my bed or I lay down on my couch and I look outside and I see the palm trees. So if I, if I were to turn the camera around, you would see palm trees, but I'm not going to turn the camera on because this computer is connected to a bunch of stuff. But I look at the palm trees and I'm like, man, I remember seeing the blood on the floor. I remember seeing the, the, the trash in the streets. I remember the foreclosed homes. And seeing that experience, there's only so much that I could have done, but I was able to get to this position. God is good. God is great. And... It's about me taking action, so I'm glad I took action. But I still cry to, 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 to remind myself, like, yo, this is how far I came. So it's about progression. I, I'm not where I necessarily want to be. I don't think I can ever be in a place where I want to be because there's always a next level for me. So I'm always striving for progression because if you're not growing, you're dying. So I'm always striving for, for progression. Never perfection. My company, my organization, we don't do anything perfect. But we focus on progression. And we ask each other every single day, how did you progress today? How did you progress? What did you progress in? Yeah. Awesome. So just to finish up the last question, if you, have, if you could literally talk to your 16-year-old self right now in person, what advice would you give him? What would you tell him? I love you, man. I, I love you. And I'm excited for you because you have no idea where you're headed. <laughs> You have no idea, man. And if I could show him a picture of where he is now, where he would be in, in nine years, you know, at 25, man. What other advice would you give him? Practical advice that he could start implementing? I mean, I, I, dude, it's, it's, but that's 
those mistakes is what got me here, man. You know, the times I almost got arrested, the time I was selling drugs, you know, all that shit, man, that shit almost got me, is what got me here, man. So I don't want to change anything as much as I, you know, if I were to go back, you know, oh, I want to be in a certain certain place, but I don't want to change anything because it all showed me, everything showed me. The time that I made my mom feel a certain way because I was such a troubled kid, you know, at that age, I made my mom feel a certain way. It... It, it, it showed me how to maintain positive relationships now, you know? So, but I would definitely tell, tell him, hey, man, relationships is key. Take care of every relationship. And it's not like I messed up relationships, but it was more of a reminder. Take care of your relationships with your family. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a businessman, and constantly striving for, some, striving for something that takes an immense amount of, of focus, it's going to take a, a different version of you in order for you to handle that amount of focus. So don't deny your family. Don't deny your, your, your loved ones. You know, I've had people who love me so much throughout the years that I, because of my immense focus and my, my decision to progress in my enterprises, that I hurt some, hurt some people emotionally. And it's really, a, it's, it was, it's really about making sure that you take care of both. Take care of your goals also take care of the people who love you and that you love. See you guys next time. Thanks again, Andy, <laughs> for coming on the Entrepreneur's Network podcast.